I am here at MRISN 2019 with Mark Siegel from Daytex. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How's the, uh, how's the conference been for you? <sighs> Show's been good for us. I mean, we had, uh, I was talking to my partner last night, probably about 30 plus really good conversations. Yeah. yeah. Plus, obviously, see all the clients and partners. Yeah, it, it was great. And the one thing I wanted to talk to you about specifically today, um, a big kind of big conversation on the main stage here at Ascend, but then I'm also hearing a lot of clients talking about too, is obviously data. You hear the big data, you know, term and, and buzzword sure. thrown around. And now we're hearing about smart data, right? Before it was the, all this data, bringing it, compiling it. But now yep. how, with so much, how do we determine what, what matters? What yeah. to actually How do you utilize. separate the signal from the noise, basically? Bingo, bingo. So I wanted to kind of talk to you about that, sure. that differentiation between big data and smart yeah. data, what you're seeing in the market. Well, I, you know, the way we think about it is, is everyone has a specific job to do. If you're an asset manager, the context you care about is more sort of the portfolio and the changes and the trends and the variance. If you're leasing, you're really more interested in, you know, how is that tenant trending? Is there an opportunity to lease them elsewhere? Are there are there spaces that are likely to come available? If I'm executive, it's much more big picture. So it's the same sets of data, but how they're packaged up, what the relationships are between them, that's really where smarter data comes into the, the, the equation. And we're seeing that evolve too, right? We, we've started with just, you know, that the basic tenant data or, or resident data yep. coming in. And now it just seems like, any and all information that can be captured seems to be coming through and people want to compile that all into one system. Yeah, I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's all about being kind of more than the sum of the parts. I mean, I'll, I'll kind of going back to my earlier example, I think about leasing, you know, uh, how's that subway doing in terms of their occupancy costs? How are they doing in terms of paying their rent? What are consumers saying about them on Yelp? Yeah. All these pieces of information, when we talk to the tenant, the property managers, are, are there stores open timely? Are, is there traffic in there? So the more bits of data you have and the more linkages you have between the, the pieces of information, the more complete the picture is and yeah. ultimately we make better decisions. And, and things are starting to get automated. Things are coming together. When you have so much data, you're, you're talking to clients here at this, this show, what are, what are some of those important data points that they, that they want to capture that maybe they're they're not able to do now, or maybe that they're they're starting to get into, or seeing competitors do. Well, I, I think it's a few things. I think um, folks are really trying to benchmark relative to their entire portfolio. So mm -hmm. I've got kind of sticking with my example. I'm looking yeah. at a a subway um, sandwich shop, and I see some data. Well, that data is only meaningful if I understand how does this compare to what I'm seeing in the rest of my portfolio. How does it compare relative to the larger market? So I think, I think a lot of what we hear from clients is really wanting to, to understand relative performance. Yeah. And then ultimately where things are heading is, you know, since there's in many cases, a client may have a decade or more of data is the ability to sort of look at past trends and predictively suggest where things are going to head. Yeah. So I know what my exposure is in my, platform in my portfolio i know areas that are going to be coming due and if i if the data is smart enough it can say hey here's some hot spots that you should be more proactive about because if i know i'm going to be a seller in 2022 
I can take action in 2019 and 2020. Sure, sure. So talk to me about um, kind of security with data. I know one big thing that, that people discuss is we have all this data, we're mining it, we have, we have a lot of personal data, multiple users are trying to look at it and reinterpret it. And it, are you hearing a lot from clients about, you know, fear of, of security or privacy or any issues there? And, and how, do they, how do you conquer that when there's so many people that want at the larger set and want to be able to kind of take and look sure. at that data differently? Well, I think, you know, more modern systems such as ours, MRI certainly, are built around sort of the notion of a, of a user and role-based access model. So what I see is very different if I'm a leasing agent or I'm a property manager and I have just these two properties versus I'm an asset manager and I've got portfolio visibility or I'm an executive, I'm the CEO of the company, I have more sort of godlike visibility. So the security models need to anticipate those different sort of buckets and lenses in terms of how open the information is, what I can see, what actions I can take. And, and that's really where smart security sort of takes away the need for the individual stakeholder to, to worry about it so much. But it's integral that you design it in from the get go. Sure. And, and you said make, like make, you know, take actionable kind of um, proactive, maybe even um, steps with that data once once you compile it. And I, I want to talk to you. One thing I always ask everybody, especially when we're talking about sure. data, um, you've got the data piece. We're talking about making that data smarter, ultimately to make better decisions. And that's where we start to kind of roll into the conversation of business intelligence. Right? Sure. What what does business intelligence mean to you? Well, to us, it really means a few things. One, it's it's being able to look at where um, unt untapped upside is in my portfolio. So uh, we'll go back, take take a multifamily example. Okay. Um, I. We have a client that has 17,000 units across their portfolio. If the data can give them visibility into saying, hey, in this type of property, in this type of market with this kind of demographics, if you upgrade the countertops from you know, the old tile to marble, what we've seen across the portfolio is a increase of, of net, effect, net operating income by 3%. The cap value of that across your portfolio is tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. Well, if the data can recognize that for me, point out the opportunities, my ability to recognize and capture that value, that's, that's a game changer. Similarly, um, if the data is showing historically that, you know, this particular resident when they've paid late more than X times over Y months is an indicator that you know within 120 days, 60% of the time that tenant is going to default. Yeah, that might instruct my policies on rent collection. That may also instruct my policies in terms of turning over tenant spaces um, and what my requirements are on security deposits. Because again, there's portfolio risk that the data can bubble up for me and and, and help me see before it's surfaced. Sure, and, and what I love is that you use the word untapped. Like this is this is new and novel ways to look at their business that they just haven't been able to do before, right? And it's, you're looking at different methods and avenues to increase your occupancy or, or ways that keep people sticky or, you know, sources of, of new revenue streams or ways to ways to really- Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the, the way to think about it is, you know, Real estate has not historically been the most tech 
early adopter segment, yeah, I, yeah. I think, as we all know. And, you know, once upon a time, it was all gut and hunch. Then it was data, but it was still in separate silos. Now what we're seeing is kind of the connective tissue between these different pieces of data. And really where that starts to play out is machine learning, being able to discern patterns within the data to be able to bubble up so that you as a manager know what are the things that should be on my radar? What are the, the actions that I can take? And what are the probable returns for that effort? Yeah. That changes the equation. So for an owner, someone who's, who's trying to, you know, create a more successful business and operation, what are, what are some of those successful traits that you're seeing with your clients that, that they're doing? Cause it's, it's easy to just start adopting machine learning, robotic process right. in one way or the other, but then it can get either overwhelming or, you know, you're not really focused in on something effective. What are you seeing from a, from a successful client standpoint? Um, I think successful clients identify the initial win. So they identify a baseline sort of, these are some immediate pain points that we're trying to, to address, whether that's increasing visibility. So everyone within the organization sees the same data. So we're, <laughs> we're having the, 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 a common conversation sure. to, uh, we're trying to consolidate multiple pieces of data that either are not in the system or they're in different buckets. Um, so number so number one is really first identifying kind of that initial pain point yeah. and what the immediate win is because as with any system there's a lot of moving parts you kind of start with an initial win and then ultimately as you bring people on on board they start to see the potential because I think the biggest challenge with some of these new technologies is your end customer doesn't know what they don't know sure so um, we can help educate them on what success looks like um, but ultimately there's a discovery process in terms of figuring out what's that first itch we're trying to scratch and from that then people start to see the way and it's a lot easier to iterate from there that's interesting too the the client's client you know the the person that you're working with end user and resident and tenant they might see the implementation of some sexy new technology at their apartment because they get to utilize it and update it. But some of the stuff on the back end that's improving efficiencies and, and changing the way that that business is operating ultimately affects them, but they don't get to see it as directly. So I think it's it's easy to get cloudy with with what tech to implement based on kind of what you see. And quite frankly, this this ecosystem here at this conference, there's so many flashy technologies, and then there's so many kind of efficiencies that you can draw from as well. And just in my, from talking to a lot of these partners and sponsors, everything sounds great. Like everything is so beneficial mm -hmm. to, the, to the end user, but making that balance and finding out what's what's important. And, and you said it best, like kind of those first small wins, what can you do right now that then can slowly kind of snowball into bigger and better things with some of these yeah, other technologies and, and, and I think I think the way we think about this, and I always advocate, uh, folks in the technology spaces is customers don't buy attributes they don't buy a feature they don't buy a spec they don't buy a little a bit of capability they're they want outcomes you know at the end of the day technology is an enabler to specific outcomes manage my portfolio better automate things that i'm doing um, manually get my reporting out of excel health these are all outcomes that customers aspire to and the technology has to facilitate that not the other way around sure sure and what's and again what's great about this ecosystem here is seeing so many of these technologies 
working together for yep. the outcome that's that's needed by a by a specific client too, which is which yeah, hundred percent. So let's uh, let's talk about Daytex. Yep. What what are you guys up to? What have you been talking to clients about this year? What's what's new and exciting on your end? Well, I think on our end, um, you know, what clients have really told us is that they're looking at, at solutions that really sort of first and foremost connect the different departments in their company. So a lot of our work this past year has been all about how do we support different departments in terms of what their goals are. So that may be how does leasing work more closely with property management? How does property management work more effectively with accounting? Um, how does that bubble up to what the executives are doing? So part of that has just been a lot of blocking and tackling so that the pieces work together well out of the box. Secondly, a big driver for people still is kind of the blocking and tackling of all this data and all this decision making is great, but at the end of the day, often my stakeholder may be a client or an investor that you know needs to see this in reporting. So funneling this information more systematically into reporting is very important to them. Um, the other things are a lot of emphasis on bringing in additional data sets and also bringing documents into the equation. So mm -hmm. at, uh, at uh, Ascend, we announced a new document management offering that integrates okay. with all of my MRI buildings, tenants, and vendors. Um, and then lastly is the notion of don't make me find the information, bring it to me. So we've built out some very sophisticated notification capabilities to push the information to the client so that when that when a situation moves from green to yellow to red, they get a notification. We've okay. got a problem tenant we need to act on. So really using the data in that context to make people smarter without them having to put extra effort in has been a big focus. And um, one of the, I think the smartest things that we did in the past year was build out a system that we call SURF that basically gives us and our clients visibility into how they are utilizing the Datex BI portal system. And, and what the data has shown is that at clients, 25, 50, 100 people a day all throughout the day are logging into the system. So that's really been sort of the, the proof in the pudding. If yeah, you will. yeah, absolutely. So you start with the big data, you turn it into actionable smart data, into business intelligence to make those those actions more and more effective. And it sounds like Datex is kind of with you throughout that whole whole life cycle of data, right? We, we, we feel we feel gratitude every day that uh, <laughs> clients are, are seeing the value for what we're doing, but it's, you know, it's like anything else. It's, on, it's, it's daily care and feeding to make yeah. a better product, to support your clients better, and ultimately, you know, think about what's around the corner for them as well. And, and around the corner, I mean, as new data comes into systems, as they're capturing new, especially with some of these other technologies, capturing new data points, that all needs to funnel right back through the system to find new actionable insights, right? Absolutely. So Mark, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate, appreciate it. it. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right, thank you so much. Yep. Take care.